Golf Podcast, presented by Golficity, where we bring you the tips, instruction, and support you need to get the most out of your golf game. And now your hosts, Frank and Mike. Hey guys, welcome back to the Golf Podcast. This is episode number 384. And Mike, we are going to be out filming another travel series. That's right. We're going to be headed to the Jersey Shore to highlight some of the great golf that's right there around Atlantic City. We've got a pretty epic week lined up this we week. We do. Yeah, it's 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 going to be fun. We're playing a lot of golf, morning golf, uh, filming in the morning, and then family time in the afternoon. we no, got our no wives doubt. and kids. Yeah, this one we are bringing the, the families. Yep. Bringing the families this time. But I'll tell you what, if you're not following us on social, make sure you do so. Uh, Instagram, stuff like that. We'll give you all the behind the scenes stuff on the story while we're down there. And then we'll, we will have that episode of uh, like five episodes. I think the series is going to be. It's going to be about five episodes. We might link up with some other guys for some collabs, hopefully. So that's in the works. Yeah. So I'm excited for that yep. one. So stay tuned. I know a lot of you guys enjoyed the Pinehurst series. So we enjoy doing these series for you. And we're going to share that really soon. <laughs> this is going to be a different flavor than Pinehurst. This one definitely will be a different flavor. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, uh, uh, today, we're going to be doing a topic that we're going to follow up and build on what we talked about last week. So last week, we talked about how to stop the sway and start rotating. These are things that we are working hard on. Uh, we got some, in addition to that, we got some great videos coming out uh, recently going on the gear system. Yes. So you can kind of visualize that. So that should be out just the next week or two. So stay tuned for that. But as we learn it, we want to talk about it here on the podcast. And the topic we're going to talk about today is going to directly relate to that we're going to talk about something that you've probably heard of before uh i don't know you know it, it's one of those kind of terms that kind of floats around but it's really gaining a full understanding of it i think that's kind of eluded us for a while yeah and now that we're kind of diving into it more i'm understanding it more and i'm seeing how it relates to uh the golf swing and where you lose some of the power and consistency and that's reverse spine angle uh you may have also referred to it referred to as a reverse pivot uh so we're going to explain that and we're going to talk about how the two are related um so again if you are if you haven't had a chance to listen to last week's episode episode definitely go back give that a look because we talk a lot about that sway and then you're going to see how much that kind of leads into what we're going to talk about today. This reverse spine thing is something that uh, a lot of us amateurs suffer with, including myself. No doubt. Right? And was that it was like 95%? That was what was so interesting <laughs> about it. When we were there doing that gears lesson, um, they were saying that don't feel too bad when you see this on your data because it's so common. And you'll never know unless someone points it out. Right. I didn't. And, and that's what's so wild about so. it is that there are so many varying degrees of it. And I think that's why so many of us write it off because we think like we watched a, a, a down the line or face on you'd see it even more a face on swing video of ourselves and we're like i don't really see a reverse spine i'm not moving that much it doesn't take much to lose some power and lose some consistency and what we found it was only a handful of degrees That's that it. we had a reverse spine going and just that little bit is something that can that can introduce those inconsistencies that we're all kind of kind of trying to chase out of our golf swing. Definitely. I'm excited to talk about this one. And I wanted to give a shout out to all of you guys who have, I had a lot of DMs lately from, from you guys saying, hey, I've been throwing in the AirPods and listening to the show on the range and it's been helpful. Awesome. And they've been pointing out different episodes. So guys, thank you. That's awesome to hear. I appreciate the feedback because after all, like we always say, we're not pros. And we're just learning this stuff as we go out because we're very blessed to be playing with some of these top pros lately. Yes. We've got a ton of playing lessons with some great teaching pros coming up, and we're just kind of passing these nuggets along to you. Right. So appreciate the feedback. Yeah, because I mean, as you say, as we discover them, the chances are, I said 95% of golfers struggle from this. 
there's a good chance that you're, you know, like us, you're struggling from it as well. I'll tell you, it was one thing though, Mike, that I've just been on, uh, I've been on a, a wormhole just diving into this. I, I, I have a new obsession and my obsession is what the right elbow or more specifically like the right bicep and the top of the right arm, I'm a righty golfer, does in the golf swing. And I've been studying like Ben Hogan. and Big Ben Hogan guy over here. Big yep. Ben Hogan. Because mm-hmm. I've always been enamored with the simplicity mm-hmm. of, of Hogan's swing and how repeatable it is. Because I'm the type of guy that at this point in my life, I'm not out there trying to set course records. Yeah. Right, I'm not. I'm not going for to hit the ball the furthest in the group. I'm mm-hmm. not doing that. What I'm truly chasing after is the consistency, where I can kind of have it where I'm eliminating. And I think this is a frustration that a lot of newer and amateur golfers have: is that you just don't know why you'll go from one day shooting, you know, 99 out there, and then the next day you'll go out there and shoot 87, yeah. and you're like, what is the difference? Um, I'm, so I'm really working on simplifying my swing. And I'll tell you what, if if you haven't read a Hogan's book, read it, but just do a quick Google search on this. We're going to talk more about it. I'm sure we'll do a whole episode on it one time, but just take a look at what Hogan did with his right arm and his right elbow. And it's just amazing to me how close and tight they stay to the body all the way back. And I, I'm looking at some of my backswings and my elbow will get up in here. So you're dropping the towel. Exactly. You know that drill. The yep. towel drill. The towel yep. drill is great for that because if, what you think about is once you get your elbow and everything away from your body here, there's just a much easier to do things like coming over the top yep. and coming across the ball and causing that slice. When I, I'm finding that and I'm practicing this because we talk about this all the time on the podcast and everything we say here, we're always telling you guys, make sure you give it time. Like any new changes are going to take time. So, so do it on the range first before you go out there and just something you saw on YouTube yesterday and you try to go out and and do it the next round and it's a disaster. You need to be able to give these things time. But so I've been working on it and working on it, small swings, even not hitting balls, just taking it. But what I find is when I keep that right elbow kind of like really in there, nice, I just had like a towel drill type of thing. My whole swing, my, first of all, the big driving factor is trying to stay more connected in my upper body. Mm -hmm. But the, the whole swing is far more compact I'm not like way up in here. It's more compact. So it looks like a shorter, more compact swing, but I'm finding I'm not losing any power from it. Oh, that's good. Because what by keeping that that right elbow kind of attached, you're forced to use the big muscles, the rotation of the body to turn the club. I'm yeah. trying to ultimately what I'm trying to do is take as much of the arm Arms. motion out. Because like the kind of like the intuitive tendency is, is like you give a, like I said, you give a club to someone who's never swung a, go- a golf club before mm-hmm. and it's a lot of arms, right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. the arms are, are something that it's, it's not repeatable. There's not, the, the, there's no way your arms are ever going to be as strong as moving your whole torso. So I find that that's that connection that it gives me to kind of move my torso towards the ball. Right. So right. I've been really working on that and just keeping that elbow. As long in. as you're not losing power and stuff, then yeah. Yeah. I mean, Hey, hard to argue with the power that Hogan generated. Nine major you know, wins. And for a small guy, I mean, a lot of times you see they compare his like distances now to back then, mm-hmm. you know, and, and he didn't hit the fall bar, the ball as far as the guys are hitting it nowadays. But nowadays too, we talk about the advancements and things like, um, you know, fitness and everything else like that. But what he was doing back then with that equipment, with those old golf balls and stuff like that. Yeah. And he was still, you know, the, it was incredible. This was, this was actually, you see this the other day? I, yes, I did see this. He's, Golf he's, TV. So Ben Hogan's uh, uh, inflation-adjusted PGA Tour earnings, uh, $176 million. Yeah. 
Yeah. In today's tour purses, PGA tour purses. Inflation adjusted. That's so wild. That's wild, right? But hey, here there's a guy you know we can learn from. So st- I've been studying him, and like I said, we will do more on this. But in the meantime, if you want to do a little side homework, just go in and, and do some Google searches. There's a lot of people who've broken it down, especially on YouTube, but Hogan's right elbow. Some people call it like the magic elbow, mm-hmm. and you'll see what I mean. And I, I've just been focusing. Because also, I find that when you try to focus on We've learned this recently in a lesson two. Don't focus on not trying not to do something. So when you try to do something, try to focus on something not like don't come over the top. Instead, focus on doing something. Right. So I find if I focus on keeping that that right side elbow connected and that upper arm connected, naturally I don't come over the top because mm-hmm. I, I, it's almost hard to. Like if you really, if you thought of yourself in a real connected position at the top like this, trying to come over the top, you almost can't do it. You're locked up. Right. But you have to rotate the body and it just, you, it feels like a very powerful move. Yeah, that's cool. So I'm working on that a lot. That's so that's cool. my new okay. obsession. Stay tuned for more Stay on that. Stay tuned for more on that. When I get when I go to a wormhole on something, I get really deep. Um, all right, so let's do a quick word from our sponsor, and then I want to do today's Twitter tap-in, and then after that, we're going to dive into this whole idea of a reverse spine angle. We're going to describe what it is, what to look for in your swing, and most importantly, how to avoid it. Um, but first and foremost, we want to thank this week's sponsor, Titleist. And guys, if you're not gaming a golf ball that you're confident, then you're just not doing yourself any favors out there. We always talk about this. Golf is a game of being confident, being confident in yourself, being confident in your equipment. And when you're confident in your golf ball and the way that it can perform for you, it will do wonders for you. And we really learned that recently we were fit into the new 2021 Titleist Pro V1. You play the Pro V1X, Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, they both feature longer distance, softer feel, increased control, and you know it. When you're out there, you feel it and you just feel like if I you know, am able to execute this shot, I know my, my ball will rise to the occasion and be able to do it. And they're, the, the new 2021 Pro V1 and Pro V1X, they've been completely reimagined from core to cover. It's got a new dimple pattern first time they changed the dimple pattern on these balls in a decade uh so it is a big change and it and golfers are, are just paying dividends off of it like i said it's got that longer distance it's got that softer feel and that green side spin and control i mean who doesn't love it when you just you, you know you can rely and you hit a wedge and it's just going to stay on that green That's it's it, such, man. such a good feeling so guys the all-new Pro V1 and Pro V1X is the next level of total performance. Always bring your best. Test. Check out Titleist.com to learn more. Uh, all right, diving into this week's Twitter tap, and if you're not already following us on Twitter, make sure you do so at Golficity. And this week we asked, do you have a go-to swing thought? And if oh, so, what man. is it? And Mike's I'm already laughing. Because yeah. there, there might be one or two we can't read. And we were joking about some things earlier. So, okay, hold on a sec. These are great. Guys. Well, one thing I would say is <laughs> and, and my only tip, my own experience with swing thoughts is try to stick with one. Yes. I, I think where your mind can get tied up in knots and start to send your body conflicting signals, which I think is what results in some bad swings, is when you have too many. Yes, right. And it's like, you know, you go back to Happy Gilmore. Go to your happy place. Yeah. Right? What's go your, to happy your happy place? place. But I, I've heard, like, uh, let me guess yours. Because oh I want to guess it. Here we go. Because I, I know it. Yours sometimes is a swing afterthought. Yeah. Right? Right, right. So right. it's afterwards. You just say, I didn't get my hips through. Yep. So I would imagine that if you have any type of swing thought, it might be like before, just like get your, I've even heard you say it out loud. You're like, get your hips through on yeah, this one. Fire mark. the hips. Yeah, yeah. I'll say that. And I'll right. even do the mimic like the, the Matthew Wolf a little bit. Yeah. And try to, but yeah, that that's my swing thought is hips through. Hips through. And hips that's through. What, it often results but, in something like that. One thing that you know, you kind of gets away from you, you need to remind yourself. I think it's a good yeah. reminder. And I'm glad you brought that one up because on the shots where I end up leaving it out right and I don't get the hips through, it's because I didn't think about it. Right. You know, I, I, I 
kind of fell away from that. And so. we, we've talked before about like the, the importance of a pre-shot routine because mm-hmm. that routine ensures that you do the things you want to do. In this case, it's, it's, it's employ that swing thought. Uh, Ed D'Atuza here, he, he wrote, it, it, actually he wrote down his whole um, pre-shot routine. Yeah, get, get a little of this one, guys. Go ahead. Yeah, so he goes this entire process. First he wipes down the grip, then he stands behind the ball and looks at the target. Then he sets the grip while picking an aim point above the target, like a top of a tree, building, whatever. He addresses the ball. Hello, ball, he says. Yeah. Uh, and the thought part is, trust it and when i do this the results tend to be good so so what he's doing there and i think this is a good lesson is he's taking a a whole pre-shot routine and putting his swing thought into it as part of that routine so he doesn't forget to employ it yeah and i like his it's simple and it's confidence building it's just trust it that's it and i love that because that kind of um it, it kind of plays off what kirk williams put here he goes i tell myself commit to the shot so when I'm fully trusting myself in the type of shot, the club selection, the swing, the result is usually better and an easier to live with the result. Same thing. And for me, another swing thought I have is is kind of goes along the lines of trusting it is thinking about another time where I had another great similar shot. Mm-hmm. So if I'm standing over the ball with my eight iron with 165 out, we all know like a great eight iron we shot in our life. It could have been previously that day mm-hmm. or a wedge shot. Be like, just stick it like, do it like you did it on number two. Yeah. You know? Commit to it. Keep the head down. Get the get the club through. Get the hips through, and, and fire. Commit. And that's another thing I like about this is it. There's no right answer. Yep. Each one of us is so different. You really have to do whatever instills confidence in you. I would say the only like rule, if there is one, and or, or more like guideline, is to say try to stick with like I said one, or or, or even if it is a different one for different shots. As you said, in this case, it might be just reminding yourself of a similar shot and playing it back through in your head. And we've talked before about visualization, how great that can be. Mm-hmm. It's more so when you're standing over the ball and you got multiple swing th- thoughts. Do this, do this, also do this. Don't forget to do this. You're sending your, your mind too many signals to having that one half exactly. a second swing. Exactly. And you know, I know maybe a lot of these are like are jokes and guys, we love them. They gave us a good laugh before the show as we went through these, but like there's a lot of slow the beep down, a lot of yes, you have said. Yes. But I'm kind of disagreeing with that because again, this goes back to our playing lesson with Tom Reynolds. Stop thinking about the negatives. Focus on what you want to do. Don't mm-hmm. think about messing it up. Don't chunk this. How about get this ball, uh, accelerate accelerate through the ball and lift it onto the green instead of don't chunk. Right. You know, just putting a positive spin on it. And again, I know you might be joking, slow down. That That's also, it could be like a negative as well, I think, because you're like, slow down, don't be too fast. Right. Try to pick a more positive swing thought. Right, or, like, or just remind yourself. I see some people here saying tempo and and, yeah, and maybe rhythm. it's just as easy as breathe. Remind, yes, exactly. You know? Because especially when this becomes so important, is is in those higher pressure situations. Mm-hmm. Like, why do we think we're all driving range heroes? Is because we can all hit the ball under a zero pressure situation. Right. It's when the pressure comes in, which is what golf is all about. You know, golf courses are designed to pressure you. Uh, the manner of competition and playing, you know, with with your buddies, it's all it's all pressure. So. It can be just something as simple as using breathing. I like to put that in my pre-shot routine, but just as a reminder, like rhythm, tempo. Um, some people I he- hear say like, uh, stay in sync, they're saying. Um, there's more here, as you're saying, as I'm re- scrolling through. We can't read here on the air, but what I would say <laughs> is I'm going to strongly encourage you guys to go read them because for comedic relief, they're kind of <laughs> hilarious of what people are telling you to think of so that you can't worry about golf right right. yeah so i mean you can maybe put your imagination to work but uh the real scott thorson says stay down clear the left hip so i I think you know stuff like that um (laughs) seamus hughes says i never liked this ball anyway yeah (laughs) yeah you you Um, got it please make contact brian but here like norm divine says mine usually start with don't 
and that's that was the one big thing that helped us turn a corner just this year it was it was it was playing with um uh this with ryan hager taught us this right it was he told us no it was we were playing less at crystal springs yeah. it was tom reynolds who said focus on what you want to do not what you don't want to right. do because he said the the mind doesn't understand don't it's like don't hit it in the lake and then you hit it in the lake right Instead, right, exactly. it's, it's focus on one thing you wanted. Like th that example, clear the hips. I just want to do that. Right. Uh, but there's so many don'ts. So many don'ts. Have so many a positive don'ts. swing thought. Right. It'll instill confidence. If you're, if you're approaching the ball with a don't, you're already approaching it from a low confidence standpoint. Right. I mean, that's the, you I mean, the simplest confident. way to do it, to think about it. Right. Is don't. So, so you, if you can even just do some, like I said, more homework here, but think about how to turn your don't into some sort of do yes so think about what you don't want to do think about what the remedy to that is so in this case we're talking about reverse spine right or like we talked the other day about sway and how how like come over like maybe instead of saying don't come over the top you might just think start with a good takeaway right Right. right, because we talk about how like that good takeaway helps you rotate instead of sway, and the sway is that number one causer of coming over the top. Yeah, right. So instead of the don't, now we're just gonna think like the swing thought. Now is it's still the same result that you want, but it's it's just like start with a good takeaway. It's a do. That's what I want to do here. It's a do, and I think back to that seventh hole at Tobacco Road. I'm gonna blow your mind with my memory. Yeah, this, I don't know how you remember this. I thing. had a great drive, and yeah. then I had this. I remember saying into the camera, I said, "This might be the hardest approach shot I may ever have because this green was huge." But the green, but they had the pin tucked in the front and like sand everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Like if you missed this green, but it was big, you were in so much trouble. I remember that. You were making like a seven easily. But I just said, I remember my swing thought was any part of this green is fine because if I two putt from here or even three putt, a five here in this situation for mm -hmm. me is okay. And I turned what a negative into a positive and I ended up making par. So yeah, it's a great hole. Yeah, and, and, and there you go. That was a perfect example of how a golf course is they're designed to intimidate exactly you. and and just block that, it out just get it right, on the green you're never going to have that look on the driving range right so you're not worried you just hit the ball you swing freely yep but there you're like ah oh, if i go right that was that hellish bunker mm -hmm. that is you're right you'd be lucky to get from you know three four shots from there and put it in the hole yeah so yeah 100 percent. anyway let us know you know we'll continue this whole conversation if you've got a, a swing thought that works for you or a thought on swing thoughts and you want to elaborate on this twitter tap in throw it in the comments if you're watching this on youtube or facebook uh or in the golf city app um or we can talk about it in the the golf uh what do you call it the podcast group as well um all right let's do a quick word from our sponsor then i want to talk about this reverse spine mike yeah definitely uh guys the all new hyperflex which i also like to refer to as pillow feet yeah, that's my new name for them. Uh, from FootJoy is tuned for golf. So with every detail designed and developed with the golfer in mind. I mean, they're thinking about us, the the walking warrior, the weekend warrior from start to finish. I mean, from the top to the bottom, these things look awesome. Uh, they're pretty stealth. You know, they're cool looking. Uh, they got they come in two models. You got that boa, which mm -hmm. is the click lock, which is cool. No laces. Yeah, that rapid fit. Rapid yep. fit, just lock, lock, lock. And then you could just hit a button and it just opens up. Uh, or you can get the laces uh, in their other version. But guys, they've got the... Um, uh, the precision fit, which kind of keeps your foot really comfortable. And the fact that they're waterproof is great. Uh, they wrap the foot in complete security, yeah. which I love because we're always faced with ridiculous lies out there. And you and I walk a lot of golf. 
man. And these things have been a blessing. Yeah. And the more I learn about golf, the more I realize your shoes are a piece of equipment. Yeah. You know, we're talking about here week in and week out on the podcast about balance and we're talking about ground forces. And interestingly enough, thinking about that gears, I remember he was telling us about one of the long drive guys and he actually put seven times his body weight worth of force into the ground. And you realize if you don't have the shoe to support that, then you just can't do it. And what I like most about these is that, especially with that rapid fit, I feel like it's snug to my foot Mm -hmm. and my foot is not moving around in the shoe at all. Yeah, exactly. I'm able to just kind of know that it, I can, I can move, you know what I mean? And then uh, it, it just, it just, changes again it builds that confidence confidence in your equipment confidence dude and we just talked about swing thoughts let me tell you something i played with a guy the other day he said his feet were hurting him from the new shoes he bought uh, i yeah. know his whole mental game was out the right. window it's all he thought about right he's like oh, i can't wait to get these things off i'm like well you know yeah if someone ever tells you their <laughs> shoes aren't are, are bothering them play them for money that day. exactly 100 yeah because you're gonna they're, win they're thinking about it you're gonna sure. win so guys check out this uh the hyperflex with their new rapid fit system you could shop now at footjoy.com all right so let's dive into this reverse spine and and if you're if you're listening to the podcast on you know itunes spotify whatever we're going to try to describe it as much as we can in detail here otherwise if you're watching we'll try to give you some visuals as well if you're watching on youtube facebook or in the golf city app Um, because one thing that i keep coming back to is any one of the the issues and swing flaws that we talk about here on the podcast Mm -hmm. can be done in varying degrees and i think the problem why it's that kind of slips under the nose of so many of us amateur golfers is when it's subtle when it's obvious when it's a big thing like a big we talk about sway like a big sway or a big reverse spine Anyone, even if you don't know how to define it, you mm-hmm. can just kind of see it and be like, something looks wrong. Like you're watching the PGA Tour every week and you're like, this doesn't look anything like what those guys are doing. Yeah, right. right? But when it's subtle, that's where it becomes sneaky and you just don't quite realize it. And if you've ever been playing poorly and, and you, you, you like turn to your golf buddies and you're like, guys, do anybody see what I'm doing wrong? I just don't see it. This could be why. It could be that subtlety. So we, that's where when we want to dive into these things in some detail and and just if like I think if nothing else, if it brings your awareness to these things and it makes you a a wiser golfer for it, mm-hmm. you understand it more because as we say here week in and week out, we're not instructors, we're not professional golfers, we're people who we learn something. If it works for us, we come and talk about it here on the podcast. Hopefully, it works for you guys. But if you're aware of it and it's something that's now on your radar and it's a possibility now you can kind of dive in and and do your own individual homework work with your own coach or whatever maybe videotape your own swing and see okay but at least you have an understanding of this might be part of it yeah i think that's important but this something that chances are you've experienced it somewhere in your swing it is a very common thing because it's it's kind of like an intuitive move that the body wants to do even though you're working against yourself but a lot of us know slice it's kind of it's kind of the most common issue so many golfers experience it which is why so many of like the quick fix ads are targeted towards slicers i don't think you can watch youtube without an ad popping up saying like i can fix your slice yeah exactly it's because it's so common and and a big cause of that can often be this reverse spine so instead of just trying to say like I don't want to slice it. If we can start to shift our focus towards making sure that we're putting our spine angle in a good proper position, you'll find that it becomes harder and harder to do that move that's coming across the ball, which is ultimately creating that slice. So the first question to answer is, 
what really is reverse spine angle. And for consistency, as we kind of go through this, we're going to talk about it from the uh, perspective of a righty golfer because we're both righties. If you're lefty, just kind of reverse what we're saying here. Um, but ideally, when when the spine is working the way it should, if anything, the spine angle should tilt slightly away from the golf ball. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, away from the target. Right, right, right. So I think kind of the best way to describe this is if you think of your spine as this straight vertical line, right? And the your tailbone being the base of that that line and the kind of like the bottom of your head where your neck connects to your skull is the top. Mm-hmm. Now, if you visualize that line kind of going straight up and down, if the top of that line starts to tilt towards the target, that is a reverse spine or a reverse pivot. So the basically your tailbone, the bottom is going away from the target and the, the head is going towards it. That is a reverse spine. And a great way that this was described to us was think about if you were to take a medicine ball, you had a big medicine ball and you wanted to kind of throw that the same direction you'd hit a golf ball. So if a righty to the left, if you were to stand, put that medicine ball all the way to the right as you're about to throw it. Now, Go into a reverse spine where you're you're kind of standing like this. Your 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 head is your toward, shoulders are pointed to the ground. Yeah, your shoulders are pointed to the left. Mm-hmm. Your your head is pointing towards the target. It's a far less powerful position than if you were to like move the other way. Now your tailbone is 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 what's more closer to the target, and your head is away from it. That's a more powerful stance. You think of like a, a shot put thrower, right? Right. So a guy who's about to throw a shot put is is not in a reverse spine. He is actually his target. Let's say it's to the left. His head and and is is moved to the right a little bit. Right. If his head was to the left, you can't throw a shot put like this. Right. You're not going to go anywhere. You got to be. And how can you hit like a this. golf ball down like that? Exactly. Either. Exactly. And and when that when you're left like that, it causes you to come. The the only really move you have is to kind of start to come over the top. So. You got it, and and we'll put some visuals in the show notes. You can get to by going to golfacy.com slash episode three six three. What a number are we at? 384. 384. 384. Too many episodes. Yeah. <laughs> you can get to that and you can kind of see there's a great one of uh uh from me and my golf, you know, our, our good friends Piers and Andy, they 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 have great with visuals what they do. And you can kind of see what, what it means. But with that reverse spine, once you get into that reverse pivot, reverse spine, there's really not many places you can go other than over the top, and then boom, there's your slice. There's your slice. So, creating that spin coming across. That's the best way we can kind of describe it. But the, again, just kind of visualize that spine angle and visualize if if the top, if the you know the uh, it starts to point towards the target, that's that that reverse spine. You're just you're getting yourself into a a position where you're going to lose power, you're going to lose consistency, and there's a very good chance you're going to come over the top and slice the ball. Makes sense, man. Yeah. So. Again, why is that a big problem? When you get that weight favoring the left side, you really have no choice but move back to the right as the downswing gets going, and that's where it can get a little bit sloppy and a little bit of a mess. Now, let's kind of tie it to like last week's episode and talk about one of the biggest primary causes, and that's that sway. Yep. I mean, we talked about how common it was. Right. So when you sway back and you don't rotate, then you're going to come up creating that reverse spine. Yeah. Because that's you're bringing the club up. That's bringing your shoulders towards the ground. Right. And then all of a sudden, you have to get back to that starting point, which is sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. Exactly. And that's where you start You start to rely a lot on timing. Yes. And that's where consistency can go out the window. But think about it as simply as if you're just standing at a dress, if your hips sway, as we talked about, instead of rotating, if they sway, and we'll talk about for a righty golfer, if they sway to the right, you've immediately created a reverse spine. Right, because now the bottom of your spine has moved to the right, which shifts the top to the left. 
right? So then, boom, right there, reverse spine. And you've already created a situation that you need to recover from. So one of the, really the best ways to break this pattern is just working on stopping the sway. If you can stop a lot of the sway, you're going to, by default, stop one of the primary causes of a reverse spine. Yeah, 100%. And there's, there's going to be other causes. Yeah. This is it. Like, I want to bring your awareness to it because you may need to work on your coach because everyone's swing is different and ultimately what's causing you to do it. But I want you to be aware of the reverse spine. You know what drives me mad? What's that? When we were working with Dennis and he saw my swing, he saw the reverse spine and he goes in the slice and coming across and he goes, well, you do what 95% of golfers do. Yeah. But not many of them have your speed. Right. So I'm like, here we go. I have like the ability to have these great shots, great distance, yep. really good stuff, good speed, if I could just fix this. You know, so it's so frustrating. Right. Because it, it's hard to fix. And, you know? and it's hard to generate the speed you want to generate when you get into a reverse spine. Right. You know, it's hard. You're able to still save it and still rotate, save it. but the only way to do it is to come up over the top, come across it, and that's when you end up with yeah. that no way to be consistent. impact. Yeah. Right. right. So this is something that it can be fixed. It, it's really a matter of working on your rotation and ultimately, what's so funny is no matter what we talk about here, it all really comes down to those basic, basic fundamentals of golf swing being built on balance and rotation. Mm-hmm. So one of the big things that Dennis there, and that you'll see this in the gears lesson, lesson had you working on was even starting with no golf club, just putting your 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 uh, kind of your your hands across your shoulders, touching your shoulders across your chest, and just working on that first move, like we talked about in last week's episode, of just being a rotation, a rotation, and that way. You think of your spine as kind of staying as this this steady middle, almost like I want to think of it like a, uh, I don't know, like an axle on a car, right? It's just staying there and things are rotating around it mm-hmm. rather than it have it changing its its angle, right? So this way you're just working on that kind of rotating. And a good thing you can do too is work on just building, you know, a good top of the backswing that's balanced, athletic, and comfortable. Because if you're in a reverse spine. Get yourself to the top of the backswing. If you're in a reverse spine, especially a dramatic one, it's going to feel uncomfortable. It's going to feel unbalanced. Oh, yeah, big time. Whereas it's okay to get a spine angle that leans a little bit away from the target. In fact, that can be a very powerful thing. You get to that point in the in the backswing, and you can stay there all day. Yeah. It's nice. It's comfortable. It's balanced, and it feels powerful. And by powerful, I mean you feel like you've got a lot of stored energy there, just ready to be released. Yeah, 100%. So one thing you can do with the range is just start, and I've seen a lot of drills like this on floating around Instagram and stuff like that. Start, to get eliminate the backswing. Just kind of put yourself in a good position at the top. Go, you know, kind of like shimmy and shift yourself around so you feel like you're in a good position. You're not in reverse spine. Hold it for a second, and then hit a ball. Yep. Instead of, and then and then you can slowly work in a backswing motion that mm-hmm. brings you to that spot. Right. Um, but another big thing too is I find that one of the most helpful things you can do is start with short shots. I think we we either see a video on YouTube or we read something in a golf instruction book or we hear it on the podcast or something like that. And the first thing we do is we go out and try to employ it in a full swing. And it's very difficult to feel and learn that way. But when you start to realize that all golf swings are built on the same kind of fundamentals, no matter how big the swing is. You can start with like these little 
pitch shots, little half 50 yard shots, stuff like that. And just get the feeling for that where you're just kind of rotating and and maintaining your spine angle. And as you do that, you go on the range, you start to work it up a little bit. That's what we say. Start at 10%, keep it going up. Just slowly work its way up. And then that way, because it often becomes the biggest, most dramatic reverse spines when we try to really rip the ball and we do this kind of big motion, whoop, and we come like this. But in reality, a more powerful move is here than it is here. Well, interesting enough, and you know, coaching my daughter a lot, you know, kids, most kids, you know, or or newbies into golf, they're going to have some type of reverse spine, uh, and and an eight year old, it's almost every swing she has one. Yeah. So I kind of like to watch her swing, not down the line, but just like watching her from the side, so I could see it. Mm-hmm. And the simple fix I've been teaching her is just try a little bit of a tilt, and the tilt, you know, at a dress has been eliminating that yeah that can help so i mean i'm just like throwing that out there to you guys a lot of us like we do take our cameras out and we film ourselves down the line but try it at a different face on face on try it a different angle go home and then watch it or watch it there on the range and then try you know maybe maybe try to put in a little tilt or something and see if you can fix it right there but you will notice it face on and there's the benefit nowadays of having so many great free apps out there where you can video yourself with your phone and draw that line down your spine and then see which way you go if you go you know to the left of that and you start to go reverse spine you know you've got something you can work on there i think 18 birdies has like an ai app that like they looks do. at your spine right yeah and like, it'll kind of measure your spine angle a little not bit. sure if it's free or anything i'm not sure if it's part of their premium version or their yeah. free version but it, it'll do that but there's like i said there's a lot of resources that oh, are yeah. out there mm-hmm. but it's again just keeping in mind that rotation and that powerful position not getting into that that reverse spine and you will find that it kind of it goes a long way towards which is eliminating some of those things that we want to get away from such as you know that over the top thing right um but you know just just keep working on it keep keep kind of working it into your thing if you've got any type of drills or anything like that you can share that that's kind of helped you make sure you you know share them in the comments let us know what it was that might have helped you there's like i said there's just a lot of great visuals out there um, but just being aware of it being aware of that reverse spine and you'll see as you start to understand it more and more, you realize why it's so common. So many golfers do it and then how you can get away from it by working on that rotation. Yeah. Rotation is really key and what it's all about. And you and I are really working on it a whole lot. And like I said, you guys will see that if you watch the videos. I think especially when you see this gears breakdown, you're going to really understand it. Because yeah, when I said our reverse spine, we were only talking about a difference of maybe anywhere from four to six degrees. Yes, which I honestly, with the naked eye, is hard to see. So it's nice to have the benefit of getting on on gears. But once you see it, you, you know it. You, you spot it. You know when you see it. Right. Yeah. And and the, actually, the date this episode is airing, I think it's just this week is our gears videos perfect dropping. time. So it's perfect time. Perfect so timing. So you'll get to go see to YouTube, that. check them out, and you'll get to see again some of the fixes. But a lot of it is just focusing on your rotation. And like what I love about this, again, we're all busy. We're not professional golfers. Most of us, you know, we don't get the t- chance to work on our game all day. So when you get the opportunity, you can be while you're you're standing in line you know waiting for something you just work on hands across the chest and just starting that first move with that nice you know rotated rather than that sway and or just put as you said earlier putting yourself at the top of a backswing that's a nice strong position and then you'll know it when you feel it yeah that's mm-hmm. what it comes down to. So, guys, let us know what you think. Uh, drop your comments below. Uh, you can also get to the show notes by going to golfazy.com slash episode 384. And if you're not already subscribed to us on uh, you know, YouTube, 
Facebook, wherever wherever you either get the podcast, audio, visual, whatever it may be, make sure you hit that subscribe button because we've got a lot more we're going to do in covering this and just kind of keep following it up. And it really all co- depends on like building on it, just building on it. Here's an idea and then building on it and building on it. Like I said, taking sway and now building on it with reverse spine. It's all putting those pieces of the puzzle together so that the swing makes more sense. And I think if it makes more sense, you end up playing better because you understand what you need to do out there. Play better, you're going to come back and play more, right? That's right, exactly. So that's everything we have for you guys this week. We'll see everybody again next week.